Hello, everyone. My name is Christian Remamorti, and I'm a first-year computer science major scholar, and I'm here with Claudio J. Alvarez. I'm a first-year computer science scholar, and we're going to talk about homecoming. Homecoming was a great celebration in our HBCU at FAMU. It was a celebration that everybody enjoyed. There was a lot of activities going on, and whoever missed out, they missed out because that's an experience that nobody should miss out. But taking homecoming to the side, you see how, like, I've repeated constantly the word celebration. Everybody celebrates their own things, but they do. So today we're going to be talking about the celebrations, some of the celebrations that there was in ancient Rome. One of those celebrations that we have back in those times is Saturnalia, which was a holiday that was basically celebrated to honor the agricultural god Saturn. In this holiday, we can basically compare it to actual holidays such as Christmas, because back in the day, they used candles, feasting, gift-giving, so we can compare it to Christmas. So Saturnalia was actually the like the OG Christmas. It was actually the Christmas before the Christmas, if that makes any sense. So today's modern Christmas, we just like celebrate, you know, more milk, a plate of cookies for Santa Claus. He comes down the chimney, he takes them, eats and drinks the cookies and the milk, and he runs off, leaving a few presents under your tree. But as you imagine, that's not exactly what the Romans had in mind when they celebrated Saturnalia. Uh, it was one of the most famous festivals of ancient Rome. And it's and as Claudio said, it celebrates the god Saturn. <clears throat> um, it only lasted a day, however, back in those days. Uh, to, and now, like, in our modern day, we have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, you know, Christmas Eve, we prepare for Christmas, and Christmas Day, we actually do Christmas, which is, which is funny. Um, oh, we see how you mentioned Santa Claus, do you see how you mentioned, when you mentioned him? Back in the day, instead of saying that Santa Claus would bring you gifts, that would, that would refer to Santa Claus, quote unquote, as the gods, they would thank the gods for all the gift gifting. Even if it was another person, they would thank the gods and they would assume it was the god. In this case, Saturn giving them a gift to like bless their life. Mm. Oh, That's one of the main reasons we still have Christmas around today. It was just so massive in Roman culture and Roman civilization and it's like traditions sort of carried over to our country and to how we do things now and it and even influenced our like writing style we have the greek and latin roots you know it's used in it's used commonly in our writing for an example for an example in one of our words number you know you get the you get the latin root num which is n-u-m it means 
number. It means like it means letter. So so yeah, Romans, <laughs> Romans, um, the Roman Empire it heavily affected our writing style and the way we talk. Another aspect, Rome heavily heavily influenced us. Since we're talking about the influence that Roman Empire has had in the modern world and things that we still keep as of now, we could mention some of the most known ones, such as roads. We could also say newspapers. We could also say aqueducts. Mm -hmm. We could say a lot of stuff from Rome that we've kept through the years. We've also kept our actual calendar. We just modified it a little bit. Back then, the Julian calendar. The Julian calendar was the first version of the calendar that was said to have 365 days and 12 months, which, as we all know, is the calendar that we use on the daily. Even though before Rome, there was the other calendar. So I wanted to go back to what you said about architecture. One of the biggest things in Rome was the arena. I don't know how like how well versed you are with um I don't know how well versed the audience is that's listening in is well versed with the um the arena and the gladiators, but back then it was like a main source of entertainment in the day. And if you like even take a look at like the modern video games we have nowadays, we'll have like you know, you can play as a gladiator, you find arenas. I'll give you an example of this. Fire Emblem, there's like a there's like a little system where you can put a character in, they fight for money, they come out with like gold, more gold and experience, they level up, blah blah blah. Uh yeah. So as you, you can as you'd imagine, uh gladiators are not only pop was not only popular back in the day. It's also popular now, and it's expressed through our video games as well. Now that you mentioned the gladiators and how in that particular game, you would um, defeat people to earn money, you can say that that was also looked up from Rome. Since, you know, back in the day, gladiators would, would fight either for their freedom or for some money. Exactly. <clears throat> So nowadays we don't have like gladiator fights to the deaths or nothing that extreme or to get your freedom because fortunately we don't have slavery anymore in America, but we do have boxing and MMA, which is not as dangerous as gladiators, but it was very fun and entertaining to watch. Uh, as you can see, uh, we the boxing industry has made over billions and billions of dollars. Same with the MMA, you know, some MMA industries, all, all that. Uh, another, a few well-known figures like Mike Tyson have emerged and Conor McGregor. <clears throat> Conor McGregor. Uh, you'll see these names. Uh, you all have probably heard about them a few times. And you'll see these names arise common within your, like, YouTube homepage or your Instagram Something like that, because these are very, these are been, these are very popular sports, and these are very prominent figures. As we can also mention, social media really gives a spotlight to these celebrities, 
as well as they did with Rome. Back then in Rome, when a fight would start, they would always announce the name of the two fighters. Usually the most known one would be the announced one, the one that would get all the attention, and the second one would be the one who got booed, the one who wouldn't get any attention since he is the new one. And thanks to that, the sport, quote-unquote, and the activity of just gladiators fighting each other, it grew up through the years, and it beca- uh, once gladiators, it now became what is now the MMA, WWE, all these fight competitions that we see on the daily. So... About the gladiators, have you ever seen, like, a movie, like, that features a gladiator as a main character? No, I have not. So, one of the greatest things about these movies is about how in how well it depicted, like, the struggle to earn your freedom or to earn the money you need to, you know get somewhere in life if you get what i'm saying and one of these movies i believe i saw one of them in high school i can't exactly remember the name but my teacher went over how brutal just absolutely how insane these fights were there'd be like lines there'd be fights of 10 on 10 they're just absolutely massive and you just see the crowd just throwing things in they're just throwing trash in, whatever, food, blah, blah, blah. It was just insane what they were doing. And these movies really blew up. Uh, for example, this isn't exactly a gladiator movie, but it was a really big hit. Uh, have you ever heard of the This Is Sparta meme? Of course I have. That's a very well-known. Exactly. You know, where, the, where King Leonidas kicks off the uh, Persian messenger into, like, his pit. And then he takes, like, an army of 300 men, and he takes them to, like, a little pass, and he just holds off an entire invasion force. Incredible. Massive movie. Massive hit. As we see in this movie that you're mentioning that I totally not watched, we can see that there's this one leader that follows the crowd. There's this one leader that will always put the motivation in their people. Just like, or modern-day leaders, mm-hmm. those admirals, those commanders that guide our armies, that guide people to war, that even at jobs, businesses, anything, a CEO that makes a lot of money with its with his or her company, a good teacher that makes the class engaging and makes the student want to listen and study, a good school director that makes the school look good, that makes it engaging, makes it fun, talks to the students. We see the resemblance of a good leader that the Roman um, soldiers had into the people that lead our countries now. Mm -hmm. One of these leaders you speak of, I just wanted to cut back to um, to Rome. Uh, one of these amazing leaders that really brought Rome to like the height of its power was Julius Caesar. I know many of you who are listening right now, in right now, have probably heard his name. 
And you probably all thought about Rome once or twice in like a month or so, but you've all you all know the name of Julius Caesar. And one thing he did was he enlarged the Senate. Like he created government reforms and he decreased Rome's debt. Because back in those days, Rome was just like drowning in debt from all the wars it was doing. They were very aggressive back in those days. And, you know, war's expensive. Talking about expensive, our economy, our economy has been based on the economy that they were used to having the Roman Empire, just like trading. You would have a valuable item, and you could be you would you would be able to exchange it for an item of the same value. Now, in the modern day, we use dollars or euros or pesetas or whatever a country has to exchange it for an item of the same value. One of these um, one of these things like. Trading back in the day, you know, you'd use coins, gold coins, obviously. You're not going to use paper notes. Obviously, you're going to use gold coins to exchange products, you know, for everyday utilities, groceries, you know, like bread, sheep, goats, that sort of thing. One of the biggest things about trading, merchants were a massive source of income back in those days, you know, in Carthage. Uh, they became so incredibly wealthy due to their massive trade network, and they were exporting all sorts of goods from their from the west side of Africa, and they were doing incredibly well financially, and they could finance a whole army, and that's how the Punic Wars began. But I'm not going to go into the Punic Wars, because you know, I don't know too much about going it. Going back to the, to the army and the war part, Going back to celebrations real quick, we see how like in FAMU here, we're all very spirit looking like. We always love to show our spirit for our HBCU. We love to show how much we love our school, our staff, our campus, everything. So since we're going to talk about spirit, let's talk about the Roman spirit. How Spartans would die for their for their country or talk about how the Roman Empire will would look up so high on themselves that they would just celebrate how high they were in society back in the day. How they would not care of what um back in the day army or or town or city or stuff like that would come to them. They wouldn't care because they were the most powerful society or community, whatever you want to call it. And they were very proud of that. That's why they had their own attires. They had their own uh, religions. They had their own everything, which made them more unique. Showing the resemblance, for example, with FAMU, we have our own chants. We have our own colors. We have our own merch. Same thing as the Roman Empire. With the same attire, with their own attire, their own battlefield streams, their own um, anthem, and so on and so on. Absolutely, one of the most notable things uh, 
One of the most notable things about Rome's spirit, you know, whenever like an opposing army, you know, whenever they went up against like another enemy army of some sort, and they, by those days, Rome's name was just so widespread. Imagine just being one of those enemy soldiers of Rome, and you just see that Roman flag in millions and just hundreds of thousands of Roman troops just storming the battlefield. I would be terrified if I were on the up opposite side of that, you know. It's terrifying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the power of spirit, the power of war cries, you know, just the power of repetition. Not, not repetition, but reputation. It's absolutely incredible what you can do with it. And if you use it right, you can just soar to new heights and just conquer. Let me compare this to the actual world now. Now that you mentioned conquering, let's talk about the world's problems. We see how there's still the Ukraine war with Russia. And it's been going on for a couple of years now. And as we all know, if Ukraine loses this war, it will probably become Russia's territory. It should, uh, thanks to this resemblance, quote unquote, because it's not really resemblance, but we can see the similarities. Because back in Rome, when they wanted territory, they would go into war with whoever is living in that territory so they could just conquer it and keep it to themselves. Just the same thing that Russia can do if they decide to do with Ukraine. Exactly. Conquest is a very tricky matter, but you know, um, back in those days, in the Roman days, you'd first declare a war, you subjugate the people, you'd basically just merciless, mercilessly slaughter whoever was living there and just take your people. Move into that territory and done deal. You got the territory. That's your that's your land now. And that's basically how Rome captured most of modern day Italy and how they expanded on to the massive Roman Empire they are known as today. Growing. Society is growing every day. Every day there's newborns, every day there's a high rate of pregnancy. There's a lot going on now. We're more inclusive in the world. And we see how that helps the world procreate and create more life. So this societies and communities and countries that we have as of now keep expanding. Just like the Roman Empire. <laughs> exactly. With um with how inclusive we are today and how accepting we are as just one another's culture, you know, we're not just mindlessly slaughtering people. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Now, we're being a lot more kind today, a massive difference from how we were back, uh, for how, from how people were back in the Roman days. Uh, yeah, I'd say overall society has improved, and, you know, we're not completely barbaric, and, you know, we're a lot more civilized, so, yeah. And we're going to wrap it up here. Because we can't spoil too much about the next episode. I'm Claudio J. Alvarez, first year computer science scholar, and I'm here with...
Christian Ramurthy, first year computer science scholar. And what's going to be a wrap for tonight? I'll see you all next week. Goodbye. Bye.